You're also welcome to call me with your rainfall reports this morning. Toll-free number 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's a grassroots organization of people just like you and me who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau can also qualify you for a number of money-saving member benefits that include discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. Become a member today at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Ah, we've got the eye for the cattle here in Wisconsin, don't we? Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Wisconsin has been very honored to play host this summer to the National Holstein Convention that just wrapped up. It was in the Fox Valley area touring local Holstein dairies and uh, kind of talking about the latest genetics. And then Northwest Wisconsin played host earlier in the month of June to the National Guernsey Group. And, Scott, they were doing a lot of the same things. You caught up with them. That's right, Pam. Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. And... You know, we think, and it's probably true right now, Holstein is king in Wisconsin. It wasn't always that way. That's what the Guernsey breeders will be quick to tell you. And Kim Grew, who organized the Guernsey Convention, the National Guernsey Convention, here in Eau Claire, had a lot to say about that during their convention last week. Each year, the... Um, national convention changes from state to state. Wisconsin being one of the top Guernsey states tends to host the convention every five years. I decided let's volunteer for it in the area and we change um, different areas every year. It's in Wisconsin and um, um, in Barron and Polk County are two of the largest counties for Guernsey's herd in the state of Wisconsin and um, Eau Claire just happens to be the biggest city that can accommodate um, nearly 300 attendees for this convention. That's pretty impressive knowledge that you have there about the Wisconsin Guernsey industry. Kim, you're from southern Missouri, and you have several Guernseys on your operation. Can you tell me about them? Yes. um, We currently milk about 55 to 60 head of Guernseys, um, a total of over 170 head. I moved here from southern Missouri in 2011 um, when with my husband. Um, well, he already lived here up in Cumberland. And so I just became a part of their um, their operation, Valley Gym Farm, and fell in love with the states, surprisingly. <laughs> there are plenty of uh, Guernseys, as you said here. I almost slipped and said jerseys because you also have some jerseys in your barn, right? Yes, um, yeah. I grew up on a Holstein Jersey farm in Missouri, and I did fall in love with the Guernsey cow. And then my husband and I met through the Guernsey cow, and so that's how um, we became acquainted. But um, Wisconsin and um, the state of Pennsylvania are two of the top states um, in Guernsey numbers. And so um, it's kind of exciting to 
welcome everybody here in um, the state of Wisconsin for um, an incredible Guernsey Convention. We mentioned the word state. What's the state of the Guernsey breed? Are, are we holding steady? Where are we with numbers? We are actually, um, I believe, increasing numbers. Um, Guernsey produces a unique quality um, um, in their milk called A2A2 and also beta-carotene, which has a lot of health benefits. And um, so it's getting out there more in the public, and a lot of people are actually um, buying more Guernseys and introducing them to their herds. So it's a really exciting time for the Guernsey breed to um, increase numbers and um, just drive the love for the cow. Early on in the dairy history around this countryside, Guernsey was king. We didn't really have all that many Holsteins to start uh, this industry, as my history says anyway. Um, what's the holdback with Guernseys? Why, why not Guernseys? What, what's the deal? You know, I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm, you know, now as a breed, as an association, we are trying to promote it more. Um, we have um, the Guernsey Youth Program is one of the... Um, most well-known welcoming programs and um, you hear a lot of, about the youth promoting the Guernseys with um, committees. We have um, a couple people with our National Association that do um, an awesome job with promoting. I think it's all about um, promoting the breed and encouraging um, but I love hearing all the stories from re either retired farmers or current farmers that say they used to have a barn full of Guernseys and um, hopefully they realize the strong benefits of the fat and protein Guernseys produce, and um, it's not so much about the poundage. You mentioned several herds already in the state. You folks took a few uh, visits to some farms here in this neck of the woods. Tell me about some of those farms that you visited. Yeah, so on Wednesday we started um, at a farm in St. Croix County in New Richmond. Um, actually, it's primary um, Holstein, but they have included about five Guernseys to their herd, so that's really exciting. Um, and then we switched over to a farm, a solid gold Guernseys, Matt Bramer, um, in um, Spring Valley, Wisconsin. And kind of some interesting things, um, they just, I believe... They just celebrated about 100 years of Guernseys on their farm, so that's awesome as well. Um, yesterday was a really big day. We had the, I call it the Jensen Trio, um, the Jensen Guernsey Farms. We started out at Golden Jay where they have um, some really top producing Guernseys with beautiful udders on them. Um, there. Um, that would be Trenton Lee and Jensen. They were former um, master breeders in, I believe, 2017, which um, they have been a huge part of this convention and running it. And then we went um, to Jens Gold, which um, they milk, I believe, nearly, I want to say, I don't want to get this wrong, guys, but I think 200 Guernseys, um, one of the larger herds out there, and they have been around for a long time. They've put a lot, and so as Golden Jay, um, both of them have put a lot of bulls in um, AI and are really well known and then we ended the last day um the last two are at um idle gold guernseys um the home of neil and janice jensen where they too have um put a lot of bulls in ai and have a lot of top cpi cows and um have been definitely huge parts of this convention and um in the guernsey breed so it was a very well-known three herds that um i would like i call them the famous jensen family because they're all related but um they play a huge impact and all of their cows have been such um an impact in the guernsey breed across the nation and in north america itself so 
And here at the convention, you mentioned youth activities. You aren't shorting anybody on youth activities right here at the convention. No, and the Metropolis Resort here is actually um, a perfect place to host youth with all the activities with Water Park, Action City, and Trampoline Park. Um, Today was actually the biggest youth day. Um, They started out the day doing quiz bowl contest, so where they get to test their knowledge, state compete against state, and um, friends come together and compete where they can share their dairy knowledge. Um, Then we switched over where the kids... um, where the youth um, give their prepared speeches, um, promoting the Guernsey breed, promoting the dairy industry, and then um, also scholarship interviews. And there's other contests out there like folding displays um, where they present a display over the Guernsey breed or dairy industry and um, essay contest and um, other examples like that. And then the adults have all their different committee meetings and figure out the direction of where the Guernsey breed wants to go and needs to go. That's right into my next question. What direction do you want to take the Guernsey breed? Uh, Does the board uh, look at for taking the Guernsey breed? Uh, Other than up, I mean, that's a a good thing. But there are a lot of challenges out there in the dairy industry in general, and uh, Guernseys are right in those there with the challenges, huh? Yes, yes. Just like any dairy farmer, no matter what, um, there's challenges every day um, on each operation. You know, there's nothing but going up for the Guernsey breed. It's a matter of promoting it, getting our um, word out there, and coming together as a community and staying competitive, but also realizing that not competing breed against breed, but working together as a whole industry to help consumers realize the benefits of the dairy products that are out there in milk and cheese and even ice cream. Come on. But (laughs) um, just, you know, being out there and supporting each other and promoting and hopefully increasing the numbers. Milk and cheese and ice cream, you're talking my language there. Do you know where the state show is this year? Um, The state Guernsey show is going to be located in Marshfield, Wisconsin, July 14th, 15th, and 16th. And you'll be there? Of course I'll be there. (laughs) Uh, My husband and I, um, we um, are part of Valley Gym Farm. We are big exhibitors, and we do show every year at World Dairy Expo, too, in Madison, Wisconsin. And World Dairy Expo, are we competitive there this year? What do you What do you think? <laughs> um, World Dairy Expo always has a place in my heart. That's actually where my husband proposed to me. Was at World Dairy Expo um, back in 2010. Um, so um, we hope to remain competitive there. Um, we also show um, over at I know I know we're closer, but Minnesota State Fair, and this year we will be um, the showcase herd. At Minnesota State Fair, where we get to be in the dairy booth and um, work with the public in providing knowledge about the dairy industry and the Guernsey cow for the whole state fair, too. Tell me a little bit more about your operation. What do you milk in there? What do you have? Uh, got a double eight parlor, you told me. What kind of operation? How, when did you put that all in place? So my in-laws moved here from Washington State in 1994. Um, they were milking in um, an older Tysol barn. And... I don't want to get the year wrong, so I believe in 96 they built the milking parlor, which is a double-eight parallel rapid release and the freestyle facility that holds about 140 head total. Um, over the years, we have added um, various barns. One of our most recent um, projects was um, a pack barn for um, some of our show cows, dry cows, and um just something for those that needed um, a little more comfort level. And um, so it's a nice place where the cows can, an open pack, 
bedded with corn stalks or straw, and they can get comfy with cross ventilation um, systems, so they're always cool or warm up here in the winter um, year rounds. Thank you so much for visiting with me. That's Kim Grew, chairperson of the National Guernsey Convention in Eau Claire. I'm Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Sloan Implement, we've been helping farmers just like you for 88 years. Innovative John Deere precision farming technology that'll save you money and time. We have 60 RTK towers covering 12 million acres in Wisconsin and Illinois and 21 specialists located at 20 Sloan locations to assist with your John Deere machinery and precision farming needs. At Sloan Implement, we're farmers at heart too. Power up with Hi, I'm Travis Ganser. We hear you. You need new windows. Ganser Company is proud to introduce 80 years and 80 minutes. Simply put, you need real information and pricing so you can make a good decision and spend your precious time with your family and friends, not contractors failing to call you back, taking weeks to get you an estimate, or the high-pressure sales pitch you dread. Our 80 years of hindsight for 80 minutes of your time. We give you the skinny in 80 minutes to make an educated decision. With the huge swing in temperatures from below zero to the upper 90s, Ganser Company has the only window made for Wisconsin climate. Infinity Windows from Marvin offer a lifetime warranty. Bring on the ice, wind, and the heat. Infinity Windows don't warp, crack, or fade like vinyl windows. Call today, 608-222-1243, or stop into our showroom and see the Infinity Window Experience. Remember, 80 years and 80 minutes from a local family business of four generations. It's that simple. Dancer, that's the answer. The largest video arcade of Wisconsin is right here in Madison. Geeks Mania Arcade and Family Entertainment Center. All the video games and pinball machines you love are waiting for you. Unleash your geek at Geeks Mania. Birthdays are great at Geeks Mania Arcade with group discounts and a free comic for the birthday boy or girl. New video games and pinball machines arrive almost every week. Geeks Mania Arcade. Odana Road, across from Rustera, where geeks rule. Geeks Mania family discounts good for up to five children under the age of 16 when accompanied by an adult. Odana Road, across from Rustero. Geeks Mania. You bet she thinks your tractor's sexy. It's Pam Yonke and the Wisconsin Farm Report. 519 now on a crazy start to a Monday morning. Kind of depends on where you are. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live via Skype. We have got a crazy lightning show going on just outside the studio here in Madison on the west side. Thank you to Kirby from La Crescent. He picked up eight tenths of an inch of rain over the weekend, but... As quick to point out that he was already, he was still getting some some lightning bolts and thunder up there this morning. And then my buddy Dell North Fondlack, he picked up seven tenths of an inch of rain. It's it looked like I had at least seven tenths of an inch of rain on the west side of Madison before all this this morning. What else do you got? Well, I've got an official at Madison at the airport, at least in the last 24 hours, at 85 hundredths of an inch. An official at Cross Airport, 59 hundredths of an inch. And here south of Fond du Lac, I had 35 hundredths of an inch, almost four tenths of an inch at Janesville coming in already this morning. So it's wet. There's no, no doubt about it. Things are soggy everywhere. A stationary front extending right from the southern edge of Minnesota into southern Wisconsin, northeast Illinois this morning. And there's a band of rain extending all the way from South Dakota across the southern half of Minnesota into western and far southwest Wisconsin. That accounts for the lightning we're seeing. 
and there will be some rain. I'd say uh, Dubuque and that area to Platteville, seeing some heavier rain right now this morning. And that little activity is trying to push east and southeast. Won't be around for long, but nonetheless, we'll still have some clouds and a kind of warm, very muggy day. There's a flash flood watch until noon in the La Crosse area and south down the Mississippi. Be on the alert for that. But I expect that chance of a little rain for a time today. And then again, popping up later tonight, lasting into the day Tuesday, a cool front will drop through out of the northwest. That front way up into northeast, into western Minnesota will drop on through, reigniting, if you will, that rain chance later tonight or into Tuesday. And we'll still see some chance of scattered showers or storms with that front holding just to our south. Even as we head toward midweek, even as we head toward the 4th of July, some hit or miss, scattered shower or storm activity is going to be a possibility. Not a week to get hay dry, unfortunately, with that chance of rain on and off here popping up for the next handful of days. It does stay quite warm, in fact, well above normal right on through Wednesday and into Thursday. A little bit of cooling, finally, then, as we head toward the weekend. I'll have the forecast right after this. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. There's generations of farm pride at Walter Grain Farms in Johnson Creek. The Walter family is inviting you to attend Wisconsin Farm Technology Days taking place July 23rd through the 25th. And get this, on July 24th, there's going to be a block party featuring Charlie Barons from the Manitowoc Minute, which means extended show hours until 7 p.m. You'll also get a taste of Jefferson County as the event is complete with food and beverages. And on top of that, there's free parking and kids 12 and under get into the event for free. Get all the Farm Tech Days info you could possibly want at wifarmtechnologydays.com slash jefferson. All righty, Stu. You know, there's a lot of folks out there that are going to have to rely on batteries and the radio because there's places in Dane, Rock, Sauk, Dodge, Columbia, and Iowa counties. No power this morning because of the severe storms. The severity I can do without. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. But with this heat and humidity, Pam, and that, that little line, that stationary front to the south, some of these storms could blow up. So we all have to be on alert. I guess that's a good way to put it. Let's talk about some rain this morning, showers, a few thunderstorms. As we head toward the afternoon, we could dry out again, but there may be another chance on toward evening and overnight. Some clouds around with us today, but mid and upper 80s for highs. Southwest winds at 5. Still mostly cloudy, a scattered shower, a storm in the night. We drop toward the very upper 60s and low 70s with southwest winds at 5. Partly sunny Tuesday, most likely midday into the afternoon when showers and storms develop from west to east. I'd expect daytime highs mid and upper 80s, southwest winds 5 to 15. And Wednesday, still mostly cloudy showers, thunderstorms around midday and afternoon, and low 80s for highs then. I'd say today and tomorrow, Pam, you know, maybe a tenth of an inch or so, but we could start pushing a quarter inch or better again into Wednesday. So it's going to stay wet.
Mm. Well, I, I think I hear alarm sirens here, actually, in Madison. So I'll let you go, Stu. Thanks for the update. Around the state, uh, as far as locations are concerned, La Crosse, you've got rain. You're at 70 degrees. Mauston, you're partly cloudy. 66. Fond du Lac, rain and 66. Oshkosh, mostly cloudy and 66. Madison, it kind of depends where you are. On the west side, we're getting all kinds of thunder boomers and craziness. But at the airport, they are cloudy and currently sitting at to 70 degrees on an interesting weather start to a Monday. More after 5.30. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than just serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work at a full-time job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you'll develop in the Guard can open doors to a great civilian career. Want to serve but worried about being away from friends and family? Part-time service in the Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want while you enjoy the many benefits of serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Army National Guard can fit into your life. Visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Wisconsin's young people for life. It's high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. Monica? Yes, Sarah? How does a person know they've found the right diamond? Choosing a diamond is sort of like choosing a puppy. A puppy? You feel yourself drawn to it. You're not sure why. You just are. You're saying I should buy the diamond that speaks to me. No. Several diamonds will speak to you. You should buy the one that you feel drawn to. Several of them will speak to me? Here, look at these diamonds. Pick me. Pick me. Pick me. Pick me. Pick me. I would look so good on your finger. I'm the one for you. You know I am. Pick me. Each of these diamonds is exceptional. Can you tell? Are you kidding? Of course they're exceptional. Average diamonds just sit there. But Kessler's Diamonds are wide awake and ready for adventure. Shopping at Kessler's is fun. Making customers supremely happy is in our DNA. It's the reason that Kessler's is here. Casual and easygoing with every possible diamond and every possible ring. Welcome to Kessler's. Find the Kessler's nearest you at Kessler'sDiamonds.com Hi, I'm Travis Ganser. We hear you. You need new windows. Ganser Company is proud to introduce 80 Years and 80 Minutes. 
Simply put, you need real information and pricing so you can make a good decision and spend your precious time with your family and friends, not contractors failing to call you back, taking weeks to get you an estimate, or the high-pressure sales pitch you dread. Our 80 years of hindsight for 80 minutes of your time. We give you the skinny in 80 minutes to make an educated decision. With the huge swing in temperatures from below zero to the upper 90s, Ganser Company has the only window made for Wisconsin climate. Infinity Windows from Marvin offer a lifetime warranty. Bring on the ice, wind, and the heat. Infinity Windows don't warp, crack, or fade like vinyl windows. Call today, 608-222-1243. Or stop into our showroom and see the Infinity Window Experience. Remember, 80 years and 80 minutes from a local family business of four generations. It's that simple. Dancer, that's the answer. It's the kind of charge you were never expecting. Ah! Hidden charges. You've got to be kidding me. Airline companies do it all the time. Check baggage, flight rebooking fees, and so on. As other industries took notice, everyone began implementing hidden charges into what otherwise you thought were complimentary services. When you have a plumbing issue, the last thing you need is another surprising charge. With Benjamin Plumbing in the surrounding Madison area, you never pay a trip charge. When others say, Well, we got to roll a truck and that's going to cost blah, 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 blah. Benjamin Plumbing says in the surrounding Madison area, no trip charge. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say no trip charge in the surrounding Madison area, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Reporter extraordinaire. The man in Milwaukee. Our Milwaukee man, Cody Grant. See, is why, Cody, is that why you picked Becky Lynch? Because if, if she's referred to as the man, and you're our man in Milwaukee, like, are you the man, But and you like Becky Lynch because she's the man? Did I uncover a conspiracy theory Friday, two days early? I mean, I've always liked Becky Lynch, but when she became the man, it was even just that much better. I yeah. like it. I like it. Uh, well, uh, and then uh, maybe, you know, Seth Rollins and, and Becky Lynch are doing the uh, mixed tag team at the next paper. It should be Cody Grant and Becky Lynch. At, yeah, get uh, Seth Rollins Rolls. out there, Cody. You're in. Hey, I'm trying to, man. I've been doing that for years, but Seth Rollins is really making it tough on me. Well, you know what's been tough on Brewer fans, Cody, is Keston Hira's shredding of the minor leagues and Travis Shaw and throwing Jesus Aguilar's continued futility at the major league level. I mean, to me, I don't know how you – I'm about advancing stories and, and I'm not like beating topics into the ground. I don't know what else to say. Like, what is there left to say at this point as to why is not on the Brewers roster? I don't know. And, you know, when I talk about this, I do tend to stick up for Shaw and Aguilar in a sense of they need those two guys to be good, uh, to go far. But at the same time, how do you not have Hira on the major league roster – the way that he is playing, and right. you see how much they're struggling. Their offense has actually been pretty good lately. It hasn't really been the problem. It's been starting pitching. But still, if you have Hira on this roster right now, he's going to help the team. And I like what they've been doing with Yasmani Grandal batting leadoff. He another home run last night. Yeah. Uh, Christian Yelich had a bad night. It was only his third time in a Brewers uniform that he's gone hitless in five at-bats. Uh, so I guess you know you could send him down now too. I'm just kidding, but uh, <laughs> no, I mean no. like it, it just I don't understand why Hira isn't up. Like in a sense of I've always been saying you need Sean Aguilar to 
be good, or at least one of them to be good for this team to go far. So I get the idea of continuing to let Shaw try to get his at-bats and try to get going, try to get hot, same thing with Aguilar. But at the same time, uh, you're almost at the all-star break and you're a game out of first place right now. And if Hero can help this team win ball games, why aren't you going to him? Well, Cody, I mean, you talk about giving Shaw like time and you, and maybe understand it, but how long do you realistically give him? Because Keston Hira is just, he's not knocking on the door. He's pounding on the door to let him in. How long do you realistically give Hira? Or, I mean, sorry, Shaw. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, you you mentioned it. Uh, you know, he's, Hira's a professional hitter. <laughs> yeah. When he came up for the Brewers in, in the 17 games, uh, five home runs, he was batting 281. He fit right in. Uh, defense left a little to be desired, but, you know, you can work through that for now and just uh, because what he gives you offensively, you take the good with the bad on defense. And uh, the way uh, Moose has been playing at third base, Arcia, uh, the way he plays defense at shortstop, and then they had a few errors uh, last night in that fourth inning. One went to Davies. Uh, I think the other one went to uh, Shaw, actually. But they need help with this team right now because their struggles with starting pitching and i yeah i just guys i don't get it either um like i said i i I try to follow stearns and uh he's smarter than us you know that's why he's in that position and we are not i mean if the majority of brewers fans are the gm of this team there'd be nobody left on this team because they would cut everybody but uh here uh if he can help this team i i I just don't there's nothing more to say i don't know why he's not up all right cody so let me ask you i I know you're at miller park a lot you're covering the brewers you got your reporting hat on you're doing your duties tomorrow is an off day for you though and you are coming to um our event you know at miller park taking the party bus up there all of us have decided that we're going to pop our shirts off and body paint free Hira <laughs> and stand in the you know stand in our seats. Will you join us with that? Will you pop a shirt off and write well, one of the letters? Of course, on I'll join you with that. I guess I've been working out the last two months. <laughs> Mom, hell and if yeah! You, if you don't, we have Nelson, so we could fit free Keston Hira and all his family and all his friends <laughs> on Nelson's stomach. So we do have that going for us as well. That sounds good. Now, did you hear what, before I ask you about, you know, Adrian Hauser starting and whatnot, did you hear what Nelson had to say earlier today by chance about the Chicago Cubs and his fandom of them? No, I did not. Nelson? Cody, if they don't make any moves, this could be bringing Keston here up, bringing any other name that we haven't heard of up yet, or making a trade. By July 15th, I will wear a Cubs hat the rest Oof. of the season, Oof. and we will see it on Twitch God. every single day. Don't worry about that, then, because they're going to make moves, guys. Stearns has made moves the last two trade deadlines. This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. All righty, 535 now on a Monday morning. You know, just because you listen to the Farm Babe every day, you know more than many people about Wisconsin's dairy industry. Now imagine a guest from the Middle East trying to learn about America's Dairyland all at once. It happened last week. There was about a dozen cheese buyers from the Middle East, five different countries in the Middle East that were in Wisconsin visiting our Wisconsin cheesemakers, our Wisconsin dairy farms, our Wisconsin milk processors, and trying to learn more about America's Dairyland. And they had a wonderful time doing it. I caught up with a few of them and our Wisconsin cheese companies that hosted them. Stand by. That story's coming your way before we hit 6 o'clock. I'm Pam Yankee. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Monday. So, what happened on this date in history? Well, kind of interesting. Back in 1927 on this date, that's when General Mitchell Field in Milwaukee started passenger service. 
1927, first scheduled air passenger plane out of Milwaukee's Mitchell Field, 1927. And on this date, in 1959, Circus World Museum in Baraboo finally opened to the public. It was deeded debt-free to the state, open to the public as a historical and educational facility, and it's still there today. And now you know. Well, what you also need to know is if you're familiar with Wisconsin's dairy industry, you might be the minority, not the majority. You get outside of the state of Wisconsin, and it's a message that still is one people are curious about. There were 12 buyers from five Middle Eastern countries in Wisconsin last week trying to learn a lot about the dairy industry all at once. They represented cheese buyers from Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, Kuwait, Lebanon, and Qatar. One of the guests on the tour is a Saudi Arabia TV chef and blogger named Chef Manal Al-Alem. And she had an eye-opening experience, not just learning about Wisconsin's dairy industry, but taking in our beautiful scenery. You know, I always cook and I always participate in cooking festivals in Dubai and all over the Middle East. Uh, they like to, to, to be a part with this delegation because the chef always is decision maker. We do the trend, we do the connection between uh, farm and uh, table. So that's why I said, Manal, we want, we want you to come with us to, to, to transfer the message of the American cheese to the Arab world or the Middle Eastern world. What have you learned, Manal? You said you have a daughter that lives in Arizona, but Wisconsin yes, looks a lot okay. different than Arizona. Very different. <laughs> a lot of everything you want to see and explore the weather, the farms, the relation, the, the cows, the animals I can see everywhere. And uh, I'm so happy for this deep culture the culture the culture is very important yeah, 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 yeah. so that's something that is not as apparent in Saudi huh no 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 and uh, Saudi and also on all our like Gulf area maybe we can feel it and you can find it a little bit in uh, Egypt okay. in Jordan and Syria as a farmers but in uh, most in the Gulf area we don't have this huge number of farmers there right, in Africa right. you talk to consumers every day what kinds of questions do your Middle East consumers ask of you? Tell me a little bit about their trends. Cheese is becoming more and more popular. Uh, we used to eat cheese like uh, our breakfast or dinner, but now cheese, like uh, we want to make other uses of like using melting yep. cheese, melting sauce, all this. So they like to know more recipes about cheese and other also recipes. You know now social media give us chance to learn more that Manal I visited a restaurant in somewhere. Can you tell me how they make this? I noticed the cheeses, blah, 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 blah. So I always like to be uh, like the bridge. Right. <laughs> to con- yeah. Right. Well, no, you mentioned you've been visiting with Wisconsin cheesemakers. What did you learn? As a chef, you knew a lot about food before, but yeah. what did you learn about what we do here in Wisconsin? I learned that uh, really transferring the milk to very diverse kinds of cheese, it's amazing. Many kinds, many flavors, many texture, many, and uh, just from one product, the milk. Right. And this is what I always want to focus: that you go for cheese which made of milk. Mm-hmm. Don't go for cheese made of like any artificial yes. things. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to deliver to my f- followers mm-hmm. and the housewife. Please 
read the ingredients and make sure this is made of milk. Mm -hmm. This is what I see in my eyes. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah. Um, flavors. What kinds of flavors seem to be hot or popular, popular with, uh, with uh, your followers? Um, maybe it's, we like spicy things. Good. Yes, okay. uh, hot and spicy. We like mushroom okay. also. Okay. Uh, did you give any suggestions to any of the cheesemakers on new uh, flavors? I, I do. I did. I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we like to have uh, like more homey taste. It will become... When I say, well, American cheese, they make this for me. They make it for my using my taste. Mm -hmm. This will make connection, you know, uh -huh. because, you know, it's a psychological uh, yeah, effect. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Do you find young consumers mm. that want to know that story about their food or have, like you said, that connection? They are learning more. They want to, you know, young ones, they are... They are like, um, I don't want to say they are suffering, but because, you know, they are, uh, they are away from our heritage food and they want to learn more. And uh, I teach them that it's okay to learn more. It's okay to change uh, our taste, our habits of eating, but keep also your original th sure. from time to time. Right to keep the heritage, the culture, right. the deepness of uh, food relation with our uh, areas, with our habits. Manal, do you think yeah. we'll see you back in Wisconsin? I wish. I want. I want. I will. I, I'm, I'm connected. You know, I take 10 minutes here to make some meditation. I forget the world just with this greens and the weather and fresh oxygen. I forget all the world. So I have to come back. <laughs> See, it's that stuff we see every day and take for granted that they were really appreciating. That's Chef Manal Al-Alem from Saudi Arabia, a TV chef and blogger with a lot of followers. 1.8 million followers on Instagram and her own YouTube channel. So hopefully she's taking the message of Wisconsin, America's Dairyland, right back to her blogging followers in Saudi Arabia. We'll talk more with one of our Wisconsin cheesemakers that entertained the group before six. Up next, though, market was shocked on Friday by USDA's acreage numbers. I've got details. There's generations of farm pride at Walter Grain Farms in Johnson Creek. The Walter family is inviting you to attend Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, taking place July 23rd through the 25th. And get this, on July 24th, there's going to be a block party featuring Charlie Barron's from the Manitowoc Minute, which means extended show hours until 7 p.m. You'll also get a taste of Jefferson County as the event is complete with food and beverages. And on top of that, there's free parking, and kids 12 and under get into the event for free. Get all the Farm Tech Days info you could possibly want at wifarmtechnologydays.com slash jefferson. Listen, did you ever feel like you could actually see your grass growing? Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here from my buddies at McFarland's right there in the heart of Sog City, 780 Carolina Street, just off Highway 12. I tell you what, I found out that grass can actually grow two to six inches a week at this time of the year. And with that kind of work coming your way, you need to make sure that mower is up to speed. My buddies at McFarland's ready to help you out. Remember, they carry all of the brands that you're looking for. They've got the Simplicity. They've got the Kubotas. Whatever the size yard you're dealing with, they're ready to help you out. And don't forget, it's not just about the sale. 
It's about the service. So if you've been in there with McFarland's for the past couple of years, you need the blades tightened up, you need some belts taken care of, maybe just an oil change or a tune-up, they are ready to take care of you. And remember, it's all with a smile because they're your neighbors. 780 Carolina Street right there in the heart of Sauk City, my friends at McFarland's. Absolutely shocking numbers for the market on Friday, and that USDA acreage estimate, Mark Ophold, joins us with our bottom line. Well, welcome to the first trading day of the third quarter. We think USDA acreage numbers caused more confusion than answering any questions Friday morning. USDA admitted as much, we think, after their release, saying that they'll resurvey 14 major states during this month and then re-release adjusted acreage figures in the August report. So between now and then, it'll be the trade left to determine how deep a cut USDA will make. We see December corn returning toward the 450 level, July Chicago wheat toward 555 in our view, and $9 beans look to be with us now through next growing season. This is the Bottom Line Report. You can feed less hay, reduce the number of days your cattle are on feed using Lactopro Advance from MS Biotech. It's designed for beef and dairy cattle. Learn more at msbiotech.com. And if you're over 65, you may be paying too much for your health care and not even realize it. Go online to my friends at americo.com. See if they can help you save money. americo.com. Well, the energy sector also worth watching, we think, early in this third quarter. Consider this. U.S. gasoline stockpiles declined nearly 13 million barrels in the latest weekly report. Imports of crude oil last week, second lowest ever, and all-time highs in the crude oil exports. So it looks as though crude oil futures could move back towards $65 in our view. I'm Mark Oppold, wishing you a profitable day. As far as Wisconsin acreage was concerned, USDA says that we planted 3.8 million acres of corn, 2.05 million acres of soybeans. Now, the corn number's down about 100,000 acres compared to last year, and the soybean acres down 150,000 acres compared to last year. But again, like Mark pointed out, uh, I think that there's going to be a lot of adjustment on those numbers by the time we get to the August crop report. In overnight electronic trade this morning, we've got December corn up a penny and a half at 433, November beans up five and a quarter at 928 and a quarter, July wheat now up three and a half cents, 531 and a half. Barrel cheese on Friday finished two and a half cents higher, 179 a bushel. 40 pound block cheese was also up two at 185 and three quarters, while the butter remained unchanged, settling the week at 241 a pound. Up next, one of the Wisconsin cheesemakers that tried to get the attention of those Middle East buyers in the state last week. Joining us next. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. We've always had villains to face. Bad guys to take down. But you. You are the most horrible of all. Just because you're tough, it doesn't mean we can't beat you. We're here because we've had enough of you. We all have the power to do something. To change something. To stand up to cancer. Every single one of us is mortal. Even me. Even me. One person is not a team. But when we join together... You don't stand a chance. But inside, we are all heroes. We are resilient. We are powerful. And we will win. Marvel Studios' Avengers Endgame, MasterCard, and Stand Up to Cancer are joining together today to help take down one of the biggest villains of all. Cancer. 
Join us now at standuptocancer.org slash MasterCard. Hi, I'm Travis Ganser. We hear you. You need new windows. Ganser Company is proud to introduce 80 Years and 80 Minutes. Simply put, you need real information and pricing so you can make a good decision and spend your precious time with your family and friends, not contractors failing to call you back, taking weeks to get you an estimate, or the high-pressure sales pitch you dread. Our 80 years of hindsight for 80 minutes of your time. We give you the skinny in 80 minutes to make an educated decision. With the huge swing in temperatures from below zero to the upper 90s, Ganser Company has the only window made for Wisconsin climate. Infinity Windows from Marvin offer a lifetime warranty. Bring on the ice, wind, and the heat. Infinity Windows don't warp, crack, or fade like vinyl windows. Call today, 608-222-1243. Or stop into our showroom and see the Infinity Window Experience. Remember, 80 years and 80 minutes from a local family business of four generations. It's that simple. Dancer, that's the answer. She's like your older sister, but louder. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. All righty. Don't forget, tomorrow, Bryce Knorr, commodity specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, will be joining us from the G20 conference that happened over the weekend, meeting with North Korea, and, of course, at USDA Acres Report. He's going to be talking about it all your way tomorrow. Well, like I said, uh, 12 buyers looking for cheese from the Middle East in Wisconsin last week to learn more about America's dairy land, one of the... Companies that helped to host them, Sartori Cheese out of Plymouth, Wisconsin. Sam Allison and I spoke. He's their global markets manager. I asked him to give me a little perspective on how big a deal markets in the Middle East are to Sartori and our Wisconsin cheese industry in general. We've uh, we've been going over to the Middle East for probably almost five years now, uh, and uh, started out at the Gulf Food Show in Dubai. Uh, it happens uh, every February, and uh, spent a lot of time learning about the market. Uh, and and uh, um, we we spent a lot of time looking for the right partnerships uh, because. Uh, Doing global business, you, you really you, you re- really need to have a trusting, strong relationship, and and so we we've learned a lot over the last several years, and now we finally we finally have uh, really good uh, relationships in place, and and uh, uh, have been selling cheese uh, into Saudi Arabia, into the UAE, Dubai, um, and uh, um, just just starting to expand a little bit more now uh, in in the rest of the region, but uh, it's it's uh, it it's got a good foundation. Tell me, what did you learn? What have you learned? about the Middle East, the customers you're trying to serve, their preference as far as flavors. What are you learning? Yeah, you bet. So um, the Middle East, uh, in terms of customer relationships, they really rely uh, strongly on face-to-face meetings. I mean, that's always important in business, um, but it feels feels more important if, if you can say that in in the Middle East and so uh, being able to have this group come here today to Wisconsin and to, to share our home with them and and to, uh, to 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 speak with them here here in, in America's dairy land it, it makes a big difference you know and, and then it, uh, it, it it creates some context for them in terms of you know where we're from and uh, and then of course the next time we're over there uh, it uh, it just it just richens that 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 uh, that experience now what about the consumer preference 
conference. I'm assuming that they may not be uh, all in on cheddar or Colby or whatever we see popular in the United States. What do they prefer? Yeah, you bet. So, so one of the things that's interesting for Sartori, uh, um, one of our best-selling uh, cheeses here is our Merlot Bellavitano. Yeah, um, but with the uh, the Middle East diet uh, being uh, uh, largely halal-driven, uh, um, alcohol is something that uh, uh, is is not uh, 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 something you know the road that we can go down there, right? And so, so we uh, um, we found that uh, you know focusing on some of our, our hand rub cheeses like the Espresso Belvitano, Black Pepper Belvitano, um, you know our Sarvecchio Parmesan, you know the the, the those those items have uh, have really um, made a good connection for us uh, in in the markets. Now, when you get that market or those partnerships, how do you approach that customer, Sam? Is it much the same way we do here? Point of purchase materials, sampling. How do you try to win them over? Yeah, you bet. So it's interesting. Um, uh, our experience in global business and in the Middle East specifically is that um, the there are things about the markets that are unique, and there's things that it's the same everywhere around the world, right? You know, and so so point of sale material, you know, uh, is 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 really important. Uh, being able to um, to have have a brand uh, image package that that uh, really stands behind, you know, the quality of the of the product that you're selling uh, is is just as important uh, in in Dubai as it is here in in, in Madison. Um, and so uh, so those those things those things are the same. But but uh, um, you know the the, the challenges uh, that uh, that we face are you know, just the, just the, the, the geography, yeah. the differ, the distance, and and so being able to be to be over there, uh, you know, a couple of times a year, and and and, and having those face-to-face interactions, learning um, from from their experiences in the market, uh, and then and then having these opportunities to to have uh, have customers uh, come come here to Wisconsin, it really makes a big difference in being able to 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 drive business and and relationships forward. Interesting stuff with Sam Allison, the Global Markets Manager for Sartori Cheese out of Plymouth. Like he pointed out, they have been making inroads in the markets of the Middle East, but you have to remember, every time you're learning something new, it's not just about providing a top-quality product with Wisconsin's name on it. It's also about being uh, conscious to the cultural changes that you're going to encounter in all of the markets around the Middle East, and again, supplying that product for their needs. I am going to post more conversations up on our Facebook page, Fabulous Farm Babe. If you want to follow along, that is the place that you'll be able to do it. Now, remember, this is a holiday week, so we've got to keep an eye on the markets. We'll do that with Bryce tomorrow. Also, speaking of holidays, no farm show on Thursday, the 4th of July. We'll be spending some time with our uh, friends and family. Hopefully, the weather will allow for some fireworks. We'll catch up with you tomorrow morning. Same time, same channel. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke.